Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace Together. Yeah, welcome back for episode six of season five, and we're calling this episode Rest in Hope. But first, honey, what's going on right now in our life? Yeah. You, do you mean aside from the dueling roosters behind oh, us? Oh, yeah. And now the dog who's running around shaking at it. I'm like, it's been that kind of week. It's been the kind of week where it feels like whatever you're attempting to do, all of nature is trying to come against you. Which, speaking of nature, we had a tornado right over our well, house. Well, it wasn't. It was trying to form. It wasn't a. The Weather a, Channel said it was a tornado. We had a tornado warning, but it was it. It uh, we had circulation, but nothing ever nothing ever formed up. So that nothing was, touched down. There was yeah, formation, yeah. and it was circular. And literally on the Weather Channel map, it showed that there was a tornado over us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, it's been that kind of week. It feels like the tornado has <laughs> followed us through the week in multiple um, different ways. I think that we're um, trying to get prepared to um, head out on our long trip. And so, by the time you're listening to this, we'll probably be back from that trip. But, at, you know, at this moment, we're just trying to get all the pieces put together to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of pieces. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure we've told you before that but we've got uh, two businesses, the farm and the and the ministry and <clears throat> when we're trying to juggle all that and get everything ready for us to go on a um, an extended uh, trip then there's there's a lot of things that need to come together um, and it's it's a it's a lot of work but it's, yeah. it's you know once we once we're on the road it's it was, was very worth it yeah right but in this week it's kind of felt like there's tornado winds yeah. going around everything <laughs> as we're trying to make it happen yeah. but um, yeah. everybody was fine though there's we did get some wind we had some down uh, tree limbs and things like that on the fence but no no, no big deal yeah no we were super blessed I mean yeah. and it was beautiful the storm as it came in it was just absolutely stunning what the sky looked like but um but you know i mean there was a moment there where it was like okay well there's possibly a tornado heading our way yeah um but yes we feel very blessed that that we had no no major issues with that um and i think gosh what's what what is going i mean it really has been a week um that's been full in a lot of different areas and some of, you know, a lot of challenges. I mean, we, I think, feel pretty blessed a lot of the time because it seems like we don't have, um, you know, like ongoing challenges. Like, you know, we face challenges like everybody face challenges. We, you know, have health issues or, you know, things happen in life. That's what life is about. Cars break down, things happen. Um, but it has kind of seemed like this, um, this past, um couple of weeks even like it's like every day there's multiple new challenges is it's not you know nothing is huge or overwhelming or but it's just kind of been like okay <laughs> we are ready for vacation or yeah. something it's been kind of a mess yeah but uh but you know what we we push through and uh have trust and faith uh, that God has got a plan for us and we just uh, do our absolute best every single day and let him take care of everything else, right? 
Yeah. And I think even what we're going to talk about today, I feel like really just goes to the heart of how, you know, how do we manage our challenges and, and, you know, what kind of heart do we have when, you know, we're in the middle of, of situations and, and what do we do with that? And so, um, but yeah, so I think that that's kind of been our week, but we are really excited. We're taking a long, um, trip across the country to the West coast and, um, I think we mentioned it last week. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see a lot of people. Yeah, it'll be a working trip and a ministry trip. Um, yeah, we're going to uh, step out in faith and try to to minister to people in the campgrounds as as we travel, um, and and then try to earn you know some some money along the way. And um, it's going to be great. Yeah. It is. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I'm a little worried. It's like. We don't normally leave this time of the year because we have so much happening from, you know, a, we're going into that real harvest season. And so, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm replanting a fall garden. And so I'm kind of hopeful that when I get back, there'll be a lot of things to harvest. But I've, it's been so hot here that I pulled all my green bean plants the other day because they just were struggling and it's just been an interesting year so we have berries out the ears i mean we have berries coming off of you know every berry bush or plant we have yeah. <laughs> so that so that's been fun i've been doing a lot of berry um, preserving but um but yeah that's just kind of been i think what our our week has been yeah so today we're going to talk about hope and i'm sure that in 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 today's society and world that uh, people need hope more than ever. And honestly, I found God's timing for this week to be spectacular because uh, this last Sunday at at, uh, at church, um, the message was all about hope. And for for our Grace to Gather content, we had this planned out months ago, right? That this was going to be the, the week that we were going to talk about hope and to to have our pastor speaking and, and giving a message on hope at church on Sunday, I just found that that was uh, God's timing to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even just, you know, personally feeling like we're dealing with some challenges, you know, in, in this moment, this last week, I think it really resonates with us. Just this idea of, um, of hope. And, and sometimes when you deal with challenges or struggles, things come up against you, situations happen that you weren't expecting. Um, it can be really easy to lose sight of hope. And, and, you know, one of the things that in the message that our pastor talked about was just how easy it is to, to drift, how easy it is to, you know, have things happen in your life and kind of drift. And he said something really, um, powerful yeah what he said was that you will you will never drift to a place of safety you will always drift off of the 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 right course the right path um you know whatever it is it's never gonna you're never gonna drift back onto the right path right so you're gonna drift always drift away and into you know danger Right, right. Yeah. So it's it's so important, you know, when things come up against you to um to put your hope in the right place and to stay focused. And so I think, you know, when you what does hope mean to you when you hear the word hope? I mean, what what does that inspire in you? What does it make you think or feel? Um well, hope is just, you know, is um looking forward to something happening. Um with anticipation, um, but not knowing whether or not it's 
gonna happen, right? Um, so that's the, the hope and faith. So faith is the aspect where you know it's gonna happen, but it hasn't happened yet, and you still have hope for that. And so you're just looking forward to something to happen. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think um, I think for me, when I think about hope, it um, you know it encourages me. Like it, it it's um, a place where I can like you know rest whatever it is that I'm desiring or yearning or you know it's like I put it in front of me as a hope that's going to happen, and you know so for for us. There was a season where we had had our first two daughters. We were really young, and um, and we were, you know, kind of um, not ready to have children. I mean, we we had children, and we were navigating it. But when I hit my, um, you know, late twenties, I was ready to have a baby, and um, you know, I was excited to have a baby. It was like it was just a different season in our life, and. So in the process of deciding we were going to have another baby, we couldn't get pregnant. And so we had a few years there where we, you know, were really hoping to have another child. Um, and yet it wasn't happening. And we were really facing some um, challenges, physical challenges in that season. And like my hope changed to despair. And I came to a place where I felt like it just wasn't ever going to happen. And I was so discouraged and um, so sad and like willing to do anything. I was ready to do anything to try to make it happen, to, you know, try to have a baby. Um, But in the midst of that, I was in a place of despair. And so, you know, for me, it's like the Lord really spoke to me and reminded me that my hope was in Him and that, you know, He had already given us two children and um, that I just needed to trust in Him, that if it was His good and perfect will for us to have another child, then then we would. And, you know, there was like this transformation. It was a, you know, there was a grieving process I had to go through to kind of release what I wanted for what He wanted. But as soon as I did that, I had hope in what he was going to do in our life. And I actually found out um, a few weeks later that I was pregnant, you know. So right, he so yeah. he knew the timing of all of it. But, like, I had to, you know, kind of go through that um, season in order to realize that, um, you know, my own desires, which is a little off course, but my own desires kind of led me to despair. But when I turned around and I placed my hope in him, you know, I had hope again, and then right. everything worked out yeah. the way that he wanted it to. Yeah. Okay. And in in like I said before, in today's society, in today's world, we need hope more than ever. Um, there is there is so many uh, discouraged people out there um, that have that are lost hope. They're in despair because of the way that the world is going, because uh, society is telling them that they're worthless, that, that they need to be different, you know, what, whatever it is, um, there's a lot of lost hope. So we're going to pick up in Acts uh, from where we left off last week. And again, this is Peter speaking to the crowd on the day of Pentecost. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. 
This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. King David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad, and my tongue rejoices, my body also will rest in hope. Because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, you will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the path of life, you will find me with joy in your presence." Yeah, and I think that, you know, this really last week we were talking about current events and all of the crazy that was happening. And, you know, as we continue on in Acts, we see where hope comes from. Hope comes from the fact that Jesus died on the cross and God, you know, rose him. And now we have a salvation story that gives us hope for our life and joy. And the Um, fact that he's coming back. And the, yes, yeah, and yeah. the fact that he's coming back, right, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but so when it comes to, um, you know, how do we connect this scripture to hospitality, um, being filled with joy is what allows you to extend hospitality and hope or encouragement, as it says in Hebrews, to others. So, you know, in Hebrews, that word encouragement, what it means is the action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. And so you can really see that in order to lift people up and encourage them, we have to be able to offer them hope. And we have to have hope. Right. You know, it's um, really hard to encourage other people when we're not in a good place. Um, if we're experiencing doubt or discouragement or despair, then we can't offer hope to other people. Um, you know, and so I put down just some definitions. Um, the first one was doubt, which is to lack confidence in something. The second one is despair, which is an utter loss of hope. And then the third one is discouragement to be deprived of courage or of confidence. And I feel like these are three words that we've all experienced, you know, we've all experienced doubt or despair or discouragement, and we can identify with that. Mm -hmm. And it's um, really hard when you're in that place to um, encourage anyone else. Yeah. Or to, you know, speak into their life positive things. And I feel like, you know, we've really seen in the last few years a, um, in our culture in our society, we've seen a, a, a huge element of doubt, despair, and discouragement yeah. rise up. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that for Damon and I, you know, we've shared this with you is that our heart is to um, help change the atmosphere, to bring hope where there isn't hope yeah. and how we can simply do that by opening our home and inviting people to our table and being, you know, encouraging um, in their life. Yeah. And that can help you really transform the atmosphere. Yeah. So, so our question is, is um, where are you placing your hope? And, um, you know, so many people, and this is 
you know, mainly why so many people are discouraged uh, t- today is that so many people put their hope in government, you know, that, oh, the government's going to going to save us. It's going to it's going to make change. You know, oh, if the Democrats are elected, you know, there's going to be change. Or if the Republicans are elected, there's going to be, you know, good change. And and then we fi- then we find out that that, you know, that doesn't happen no matter no matter who is elected. Every, you know, somebody's going to be discouraged. Right. And so we're, we're, we're placing our hope in something that can change every couple of years or every four years or whatever. And every time it changes, the things kind of go into us into a spiral, right? Well, our hope is in God and Jesus Christ because God never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so with that hope, there is an anchor for our souls. In fact, it says right here in Hebrews chapter 6, so God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have a great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Well, I think, you know, what you said, Damon, just about our hope in our government um, is valid, but I really think that that in general, as humans, we have a tendency to place our hope in, in anything that we think will encourage us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I think that it can be um, our finances yeah. or it can be our physician, you know, our doctor, or it can be, you know, our trip. Or it's yeah. it's like the, you know I think that we easily um, can just try to find something to put our hope in you know because we need it we need hope and if we're not going to the author of hope if we're not going to the one that can actually provide hope then we're always looking for something to give us hope right or you know and and constantly being disappointed right oh yeah because right. things don't always go how we want them to go yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even you know, if you if you're putting your hope in in a relationship uh, that you have with somebody, you know, if you, if you're struggling and you're looking for somebody uh, to enter into a relationship, and you're putting your hope that that relationship will change your circumstances, that can be a dangerous proposition too, because uh, you know, it is it is not my job to give Neva hope, and it's not her job to fill me with hope. Okay, it's my job to encourage her to seek the author of hope, as you said, and uh, and same with her for me to seek real, lasting, forever hope, and that is uh, in Jesus Christ. Right, right, and that's the that's the hope that enables you to share hope. Yes, right. That's the hope that en- enables you to whatever your circumstances are. You know, um, like us, we've had a challenging week, but that didn't stop us from having people to our table. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because we still have hope. We still are focused on, um, you know, encouraging other people and everything that the Lord gives to us. And so we're able to push through challenging situations and yeah. do what we need to do because we don't live in a place of despair or discouragement or doubt. That doesn't mean that sometimes we don't feel discouragement or we don't feel doubt because we do. It just means that we choose to submit that 
right. to the Lord yeah. because you know we don't necessarily have power over what is happening in our life at a certain point of time that leads us into one of those feelings. Yeah, yeah. And so we recognize that, and then choose to keep our hope focused, you know, on the Lord where we know that he has the power to change our circumstances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things that our pastor often says, and I, I just I find it funny, but he, he says, if you're going through hell, don't stop. Right. Keep going. <laughs> right. Because there's hope on the other side of, of the circumstances that you're going through. And and that's that's so that that's the key word in that statement, through. Yeah. Going through. You're yeah. not stuck in, you're going right. through. And and we will go through times of discouragement. We'll go through times of doubt, right? But you go through it and you get to the other side and then you're stronger. Yeah. Uh, because you didn't lose faith, you didn't lose hope, you kept your eyes focused on on you know the goal and, and the finish line. And so you 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 go through it. So don't stop, keep going. You're eventually going to come out of that and and be better for it on the the other side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think it's very easy to be in a situation and um and feel stuck and f- or feel like it's never going like it's not ever going to change. You know, you, I, we've we've been there, and you just you feel like this is never going to change. But Damon's right. The only way it's going to change is if you go through it. <laughs> if right. you stay yeah. there, then it's never going to change. You know, and so that that is a power that we do have. We do have the power to every day get up and make the choice that you know what I don't know why I'm going through this right now. This is really hard, but I am going to just trust God in the situation, and I'm going to push through, and I'm going to push through, just praising the Lord for what He's already done in my life. And trust him in this situation. And when you do that and you just do it over and over and over again, you suddenly find yourself on the other side of it. Right. Absolutely. And 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 case in point, you know, Neva and I, we, we were at a point in our marriage, you know, many years ago, um, after 13 years of marriage, we were in a place of despair, of doubt, discouragement. Um, and we didn't think we were going to be able to go on. But we weren't willing to go through it. We hit a point where we're saying, well, I don't want to go through this yeah, anymore. Yeah, we hit, yeah, we hit that point where it's like, let's, let's just stop. We don't want to go through this anymore. So, but um, in the midst of that, we continued to put our hope in, in Jesus and we both surrendered to his will in our life. And, and that act of surrendering to him and believing in him for our, that, he, that he is the one who could bring our relationship back together through that simple act of belief in him it completely utterly rebuilt our relationship and our marriage and you know and here we are at, the, at 36 years of marriage and and just going strong healthy wonderful and able to encourage other people so if you find yourself in a place of despair discouragement or doubt keep going go through and Put your faith and your hope um, in the one who never changes. And I just want to encourage you with this verse from 1 Corinthians 13. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Well, thank you for joining us today on the Grace Together podcast. We hope that we were an encouragement to you. We hope that we helped you to um, put your hope in the right place and the place that will help you overcome any challenges that you have in your life. 
please like and follow us on social media and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. See you next week on Grace Together. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast. Thank you.